following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome back, everybody. I would like to say, uh, you know what time it is, but it's one of the things that I can't stand, especially like in like today's music. Like you know 20- what time it is? No, I don't know what time it is. Almost it, like I have to look for at my clock. It is six thirty-five. It's almost like what's happening? What's happening? See that? That gets you going. I went back and started listening to the like our very first episodes, and you literally said, "What's happening?" on the very first episode. What's happening? What's that happening? I think he said that when he came out of his mom's womb. Popped out out the the pussy saying, what's happening? When I was in in the delivery. Clove of garlic. When I was receiving birth from my mom, because she gave it to me and I received it. So, and they're like, (laughs) one more push. John's (laughs) face, exactly. uh, Oops. You know, they had to pick me up off the ground. Hike. Anyways, well, your heads look the same. We're trying to get birth. all the we're trying to get all the funnies out because this movie is going to have none of it. Uh, that yes, <laughs> that's true. There's a little bit of humor that's in this. True, thing. isn't there? <laughs> you sound like Peter Griffin. Thank you. You peaked a little bit. Sorry. No, John peaked in high school. Not Probably. even. I would say middle. You look like a fourth grade fool bore. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, let's get on to this movie. I review, like the beard, by the way. Thank you. It's going to be off in a bit. Nope. I'm filming Keep a movie. It, you stupid son of a bitch. By the time this is released, I might already not. Oh, no. I have another week. Never mind. Jeremy's beard grew another beard. <laughs> <laughs> it looks the same to me. I see it every day. I know. Same. Everybody's like, yours is getting long. I'm like, I Mine's basically down to almost my nipples. Nice. You look like Jay White. Or, I mean, uh, Jay Briscoe. Your nipples are probably one of the best things I like about you. Wow. R.I.P. Wow. No, he does. You look like Jay Briscoe. Really skinny at this point. I don't look like Brody King anymore. We'll bring it back. always look like Brody King. Brody King's stupid. Minus all the cool parts. With the Boundless Pod Trap movie review episode, we try to save a lot of the other stuff. We get a little bit here and there, but we're going to bring it back to this movie. You guys have not heard about this movie? No. No? All right. No, surprisingly, I I didn't. I did. And uh, I remember around the time that the incidents were happening. So- the listeners here are going to get a movie review and a, a coverage his, a of a history lesson. Yes. I guess when it comes to like the certain ratings, before we get into the ratings, let me just go ahead and introduce the movie. This movie review episode, episode 27, we are going to be doing 2012's Compliance. I think we should hire somebody to just do like the sound board. Probably. What's wrong? <laughs> Twenty twelve crickets. crickets. Well, I had to, I had to bring it down to like enter us into you know because the music was going and then I forgot to put it back up. Okay, let's just slider. Let's just we did it. We did it wrong <gasps> twice. Let's just roll with it. It was right the first, the second time, third time, whatever. The, true. Sure, if you want. What was that? And then people get up to their speaker, they get their fucking brains blown. It doesn't out. even oh matter. Levels are going to be <laughs> talk you know, about. It that. doesn't peak. After that, I that run it through to the roof, oh, in live, but after it's mastered. So enlighten the listeners on the, what this movie is. Movie, this movie is. It's not yeah. about penguins. Penguins. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> movie. Let me bring this up real quick. To get We're some super names prepared here. for this, by the way. Yeah, I just got in here. So it's a movie That's directed and written and directed by Craig Zobel. The Internet Movie Database says a normal Friday service at a fast food restaurant becomes interrupted by a police officer who claims an employee stole from a customer. But something more sinister is going on. I would pretty much say relatively the same thing. This movie operates on a lot of balance, and I will be using this a little bit more as we proceed into the breakdown of this. But you kind of see certain acts or human acts 
that most people, I guess, with a good judgment wouldn't necessarily uh, do believe. Yeah, or yeah. do or whatever. But this is actually pretty common. Well, not, I guess this incident isn't very common, but people do stupid things for stupid reasons. As long as you can kind of control them in a sense, assert some sort of power over them, you can make people do anything you want with a little bit of suggestion. Apparently. But yeah. yes, so yeah, a person <clears throat> working at a fast food restaurant is pretty much blamed of something that she did not do and shit gets pretty fucked up. Yeah. Have so, you, have any of you guys ever worked at a fast food restaurant? I've never done food service. Never yeah. done. How about you, Joe? I always done a man job. Not necessarily <laughs> fed fast food, but restaurants. And, I mean, Fazoli's. I worked at for six weeks. Huh. I've I've worked at a bowling alley and I've worked at a movie theater, but both in like management positions. So I've like you. I've filled in, <clears throat> but I've never like had the responsibility of it. What about you? I've had this responsibility. Of I've serves popcorn. All this. I've yeah I've never been in like food services but I am manager management yeah. so can kind of relate a little bit to the character of Sandra yeah so we can put ourselves in the position of of Sandra but not the position of Becky no Justin you're just shit out of luck you can't relate to this at all I can, well you can relate to like the husband in this I was the security or, guard or he could re- yeah so you can relate to Officer Daniel <laughs> yes Officer Daniel <laughs> Officer Daniel yes. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and give some ratings. Uh, so I kind of also led with the caveat last time as far as rate this for what it does. Yeah. Because like when I watch a comedy movie, I rate it for how it is comedically. If I watch a scary movie, I rate it for how it is with the frights. If I watch something that is more of a true story, I base it on how accurate it is. For me, I think that this film was pretty much 1% are maybe 0.5% off of its accuracy. It was almost 100% accurate. Right. If you actually, I watched some of the videos as far as what this actual story is about, some of the actual footage that was in the security cam, some of the interviews and all that. I'm like, wow, wow. That's what I just watched in this movie. It's perfect. It's it's spot on. Hmm. And the way that they filmed this, it was beautifully captured. It's supposed to be pretty much a, a low budget film. Uh, let's Should see. have been. It was like 250000 I mean, Yeah. It's also kind of, what are they, crime, drama, history, thriller. Most of that was when the freezer. Was I think broken. I would kind of consider this. <laughs> yeah, 270. <laughs> 270 and made 17, it made $16,500 on its opening weekend. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely put this up in the thriller category. It has a, a, a sense of fear to it, but for my rating overall, uh, once I. I'll get further into it later, but I'm going to give this a 10. 10. Wow. A okay. 10. A 10. <laughs> 10. Motherfucking 10. You guys in your 10s that you just hand out. So this is my very second, my second 10 I've ever gave. You just held up one finger. My there. very second 10. <laughs> very second 10. I've only given it's four not Jeremy. Jeremy, life Jeremy's handing out 10s all the time. I feel like Jeremy has more 10s, Five, doesn't he? I gave one I 10 look. and that was one cut of the dead. In Pulp Fiction. Give Pulp Fiction a ten. You should have Pulp I Fiction was a masterpiece. I didn't give it a ten. It's like a nine or nine point five. Niner? Maybe. Did I get a niner? <laughs> Did I get a niner in there? I'll go ahead and go, go next. So yeah, this movie was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. There's no if ands or buts about it. If you went in watching this movie with the family or sitting <laughs> down with a group of the bros, this was not the movie to watch. But from the perspective of someone who likes disturbing movies or likes movies that are there to push your boundaries or to make you feel uncomfortable, to make you feel your feelings. This movie definitely did it, but in the same sense, knowing what I was getting myself into and knowing the source material from actually knowing what was going on and knowing what happened in the past and whatnot. Yes, the movie was the movie was uncomfortable and whatnot, but watching it from the perspective of someone who is was kind of not desensitized, but from the point of view of like, there's nothing in this movie that necessarily made me feel uncomfortable to the point where I have it. Right. Like yeah. you're the type of person who won't look away from two girls, one cup. Right. So it's like, okay, I know what this is. What about one guy, one jar? That too. Oh, you, mean, you mean Tuesdays? Um <laughs> Or Mr. I was Hands. I was able to yeah. <laughs> I was able to see the see the performance of the people in this movie 
And when you're able to do that, you can realize how terrible some of the acting in this movie was. Like just how some – like the people who played the roles in this movie were so horribly cast. And I know they're cast in this movie to play a particular person, and I think they did that very well. And I know when you're playing an event-based movie, you want to stick very true to that event-based movie. But when you're watching a movie for enjoyment – and this movie isn't made for enjoyment. I just want to no. get that out of the way. But when you're watching a movie for the enjoyment of it and you you see acting like this, it it's it it's bad. But that being said, this movie isn't made to be watched for enjoyment. That was just that's my critique from someone who was watching this movie for enjoyment. Like to me, I watched this movie as a oh, this is gonna be a fucked up movie, but I like fucked up movies. So that being said, there was a suspense to it. I was able to suspend my disbelief and actually just live in the moment and go, how are these people this fucking dumb? Like, and I was able to fall in love with fucking Marty. Like, Marty was the best. Like, I want to have a school full of Martys. And, like, I was able to hate Kevin. And, like, I wanted to punch the supplier in the head. The supplier was the one who set the whole stage. Right. He could have... I was like, he tried. <laughs> like, Sandra was going to have a great day, but that fucking supplier. But all in all, it, I'm bringing it back, boys. It did what it needed to do. It, it, it fucked with people's emotions. And, you know, yeah, it had fucking Rose McGowan's identical. It's been out a rating it. already. No. <laughs> no. I, I give it a We're going to get into it in I a second. A seven. I give it a seven. Oh. I give it a seven for, for Rose McGowan's twins tits. <laughs> One more time. There it is. I, I can't do like a brum, brum, brum with the, the twinkles. Play there. me out. Play me out. <laughs> I, I do. There are things, and I, I do want to get further into a conversation after you guys give your ratings too, but. That's usually I, what uh, happens. We, we don't have time. <laughs> Uh, we don't have time. I took all that time. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I thought the acting was actually pretty decent because of the nervous, nervous then, then you're wrong. But I think to each their own. So go ahead, germs. Germs. Okay. <laughs> so um, call me stupid, but stupid. Hey, stupid. I knew it. I didn't know this was based on a true story. I don't remember this being in the news. I'm not a big person to watch the news just because I feel like it's just all killings and stuff like that oh before um, you go further on that god damn it he got to talk for like three hours without <laughs> so we had a conversation after the last podcast a little bit about this that it was more on a true story when i think we only sent you the name yes. of what it was yes i had no so you, well, you would have knew if you would listen to the fucking podcast well, I, I was here was when we recorded. I, I don't need no, to No, you weren't. You weren't here when we recorded <laughs> well, that one. I, you guys filled me in enough, I guess, except but for yes. the fact that this was a true story. So based. you didn't, when I you did actually, not, after you finished it, after, you didn't know. Guys, talk for fucking ever. Okay. Get on with it. So, yes, I, I went into this and I pushed play and I guess I missed the beginning part where it said based on a true story. So I was watching this whole movie thinking it was just something that was written by somebody and they came up with the whole thing. And we'll get into it mostly, but there... I, this movie gave me a, a roller coaster of emotions watching it. Cause like I've always said, when I start a movie, it starts at a five. And as it goes on, if it's like after a certain amount of time, it sucks. I take points away based on how bad it sucks. And, or if it's good, I add points and whatnot. I had a very, 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 very low rating for this movie after I got done watching it before I found out it was based on true events. Once I found out this is based on true events, it changed my whole philosophy I uh, went back and watched a couple of parts over again after that. And I'm in the middle of with the acting and the actors at part times. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Then the other time, I think this is exactly what was meant to happen with this character and whatnot. So based on that and the fact that this movie just was so up and down for me and it just kept me engaged the whole time, I ended up giving this thing a 6.5. So high up there. <laughs> Jonathan? So um, I had some some knowledge of this movie, and I'll get into how I knew that here in a second. But as a person who's managed a bank and a, a grocery store and a department store and a restaurant, I couldn't fathom how stupid some of these people were. Exactly. Like, I literally – we've had people try to scam 
places I've worked before. Like, you know, I've had had a call saying it was a cop. And I'm like, okay, well, you're going to have to come in here because I don't believe you. You know, there's common sense in the world. And I, and I didn't realize I, – I knew of this story. I didn't know it happened 70 times throughout the United States. Like, this is – Not this exact. It didn't go to the no, extent. Not, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But, like, this – I the I prank know, call People are fucking stupid. It just boggles my mind. But as for a movie itself, it I, I I'm docking points because the director literally wrote it like it happened. Right. He didn't do anything. He took but, a story and put it in script form. Right. Almost word for word. And so I I I'm on the fence again with the acting. I think Marty's character was a terrible actor. I think some of the like Van, I feel like his acting was really good. And then like the next next scene was really bad. You know, he was um, the character I hated most. Well, he like, and we'll get into the, the, he's literally the only person that got arrested in this whole situation. Yeah. Like act, in he's real life, actually actual. did, did time and all that. I well, wonder why. He put his dick in her mouth <laughs> or whatever. Ew. But, um, I enjoyed it and I was into it and it, it react in it enacted or reacted. Bleh, I can't even talk. It got me to react. Like I'm literally yelling at the TV. I'm like, you fucking stupid, you know? And so for a movie to do that, I will give it more points. So I give it a seven. That gives us a BPT rating of eight. So I kind of want to touch on some of you guys. <laughs> a 10. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I was able to look back because of, like I said, going back, the nervosity or whatever. I think I just made that word up. But like how nervous the people are. This is a smaller town. Some of the stuff that is like it's so obvious for people like us who live in – who have more interactions. These are younger people. Are supposed to be younger people who don't have those life experiences, who are a little bit more susceptible to authority, to – you know, like nothing probably happens in this sort of town. Actually, I, I wrote it down as far as where it actually happened, but uh, we'll get to that. Council Mount Washington, Kentucky. <laughs> Council Tucky. There's no McDonald's chicken, in Mount there's Washington. There's no Kentucky. chicken restaurant that does nearly that much business. Well, it's supposed Council to be a McDonald's, but I was say. McDonald's wouldn't give the rights to. Yeah. Well, yeah. This. Why would they? Uh, going off <laughs> of to your point, John, like saying that it it pretty much put the the events into script form. That I did like that, but I also don't like sometimes when certain things take their liberties and try to go outside of it. I'm like, well, that's not, you know, that loses points for me sometimes. But yeah. I think it just depends on how you tell the story. Right. And this is sort of the discussion I would kind of want to go in deeper. I don't know if we want to go into it right now or save it for the actual podcast, but so many times. And if you look into the comments of movies like this, you know, the ratings, they're like, this is one of those movies that didn't need to be made. You know, you don't need to tell this story. It's like, well, this is somebody's trauma. This is events similar to something like this. At least the severity of the trauma happens day to day to say like it doesn't need to happen. Yeah, probably any movie doesn't need to be made. Right. But it's a, a this also puts out awareness of something that was happening uh, clearly a lot. Yeah. 70 times. Not right. just an awareness, but uh, if you want to call it entertainment, it is art. It is still art. It was well done. And yeah, it's art subjective. Like someone is going to enjoy it. Like I said, I sat down with the idea that I'm watching a disturbing movie and I'm watching it to be disturbed. Like I'm watching it to watch someone's art form that I know is made to make you uncomfortable. Right. And just because it's sensitive does not mean that it doesn't need to be told is the main thing I'm getting at. So there's so many people who try to be gatekeepers of stuff like that. And it's like, it's still art. I have artists. We just had a conversation just over the week and went with another film crew. And it's like, yeah, this person makes movies like this. And we've had the same conversation about the same person. It's like, yeah, it's not our style, but I want them to have their corner and keep doing that. You are reaching a niche. It's not reaching me, but keep doing it. Well, I mean, like, look at burlesque dancers. I can, I can. I name, will. <laughs> yeah. I can name a hundred burlesque dancers that get shit on on a daily basis. But I can also name 5,000 people who love to go watch them. Like, it's a certain niche market that right. only certain people like. Go. Go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a completely. 5,000? I, I think what, what made me. Once I found out it was based on true story, what made me upset was character of Sandra because she seemed like the most level-headed person and a very good manager in my mind, the way she took control of things and whatnot. But she didn't. But, she was the easiest but, manipulated and brainwashed. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what makes – like it's just like how could somebody – being a manager, if I was put in her shoes where somebody called – 
saying that one of my employees stole something, they were the police, blah, 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 blah. First thing I would be, no matter what they said, even if there's like, well, you're going to go to prison too. I'd be like, I know the laws. You need to have an actual police officer come right. here. I need to see yeah. a police car. I need to see a badge. I need to see, a, I, I wouldn't just like, if the person's just like, well, I am the, I am the law and you could get in trouble. Yeah, you That's not going to But she's me. already starting I, I, the day yeah. off with pressure. She already has uh, that, that pressure kind of coming to it. Going into it, like I that said. freezer this, went out and really just put her in. Yeah. Right? No not bacon. Only that, no pickles. She just got cussed out by Matt Servito's character, the supplier. He's like, yeah, you're fucked with bacon. I'll tell you that. And that's pretty much the only thing they didn't have this entire time is suppliers are assholes. Like no, that. not, not I'm just bacon. They didn't have the cops. They didn't, you know, oh, she had an uh, assumption that the, the cops was. The, oh, I get it. It's like a metaphor. <laughs> it is. It you started off like that. Mouth right now. They opened it up. Well, you got to think about it too. Like we're sitting here in 2023 saying, oh, I, I wouldn't trust him. I would do this to the cops and this, this. We got to think this was 11 years ago. Yeah. How much the world has changed in 11 years. Well, longer like, than that. Well, the movie was like, right, right, right. but how much the world has changed in the fact that someone was just, oh, you're the cops. Like how, how someone could just call and it happened this many times that the world was just, you're, oh, you're the police. I trust you with everything. Now it's like, you're, you, I can't even, I could see a cop in front of me with a badge and whatnot. I'm like, are you a cop? Prove it to me. Like, are you a cop? But, like, even, but even so, this person on the phone, like, when, when did this happen? I want to say 99. Okay. Or 2001 or something like but that. Even if you were convinced that the person on the phone was 2004. A, a police officer. April 9th. The way this guy is saying things, like, you know, especially to um, Van, ha, have her bounce up and down for you. Have her. Yeah, do her jumping boots, jacks. Do jumping bend jacks. Bend over and, and grab her heels. And then. Call you sir. Have her call you sir. That, that was the first thing he said to him was like, have her call you sir. That right there is a big red flag. Like this is a fucking pervert on the other end of this phone. Yeah, and but he was also he was pressured also too. Intoxicated. He was intoxicated. Yeah. Also easier to kind of suggest. I think, I think you he's guys also, are giving. He's also looking at a naked twenty-something year old who's very attractive. Well, he doesn't he's want to right. though. He didn't want to do the whole thing. He but yet he's want like, to. I'm going to believe this cop when he says, "All right, we're going to have her take care of you after this is all said and done." It's like. If I'm on the phone with somebody that's saying they're the cops and it's like, well, this suspect is going to suck your dick. Like, okay, right, very, right then yeah. and there, that's like, okay, well, I could turn these this police officer in and things could end badly for him. I, I don't know. It's just, that's why watching this, I was, my original rating was a 2.5. Nice. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> because I thought that this was just something that somebody wrote. And I'm like, there are not that, there are not people in this world that naive to believe yes, this bullshit. Yeah, it's it's, it's a McDonald's. And I don't want to say like blanket this too much, but like, yeah, Show it's a McDonald's. McNuggets. It's a first job in the movie. It's a what? Chicken something, whatever. Chicken witch or something. Chicken like witch. It's like witch, a, yeah. a movies. Yeah. 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 Chick no, witch. Don't you cool. shit on movies like movies that. Movies is awesome. <laughs> If you shit on movies, movies, I will shit out. Did I, did I swallow <laughs> my shit? I will shit on your shit. That's what it reminded me of. Like I was expecting to see. There can only da be one. Dante. <laughs> but no, I mean like this movie has balls and fuck going back to what we you were just saying. Yeah. Uh, Van, like he was in a suggestive state and that's what officer Daniels kept on doing is like he will put a little bit of pressure and then give you that little nugget of that, that side <laughs> of advancement, you know, like, you know, you're doing well, you're doing well. Don't you want to like, you assert your authority. Like you're, you're doing awesome. But yeah, no, I want to go back to like the opening of this. This is one of the parts that really grabbed me in because like I said, this movie has balls and it's, it's working on a sort of balance. So it has like a very beautiful opening with a natural order of chaos and stuff. Can I just say before you get going, the opening with the music, the song choice that picked, I was like, this movie's going to suck ass because so it, the song reminded me of a local independent independently shot song that you just like, it was the first song you found on the first royalty free website. And I'm like, man, this is going to suck. But once it ended and she had her little encounter with the uh, delivery guy, distribution guy, I was like, wow, this is kind of intense. So anyways, go ahead. But yeah. So the natural order and chaos of things, you got the little snowy environment with the great balance of things, the up and down street arrows kind of giving you like a choices and stuff, the rusted parking poles and solid walls, the upside down cart in the snow next to a dry tree in the parking lot. You got the curve lines near the straight lines painted in the parking lot. And then it ends with an underlined word of no, as in no parking before the manager Sandra played by Ann Dowd. 
Uh, she gives the first line of the movie. But I give more emboldenment with the perfect balance of choice. It's this or that. Everything seems to be a hint of warning before it's spelled out. No. So, yeah, Matt Servito's character, when he's talking about, like, the bacon, he gives her that sort of, like, uneasy feeling. And she doesn't want to call her manager just yet. She wants to see if she can handle things and actually lead because not only is her position as her managerial position is in under a spotlight, but she's also under the spotlight of trying to be wed or marriage or girlfriend, whatever, uh, fiance. Yeah. It's like, she thinks she's further where she actually is, but she's getting that comfort from, so some of her employees are saying so to her face, but then outside of, you know, they're like kind of talking like, Ooh, she thinks she's cool. She's want to be, or having the conversations, these young conversations, but more on the display of choices. So Becky is driving to work, looking back and forth into her rearview mirror, forward and backwards with zebra print dice hanging from her mirror. That's the black and white, this or that. Dire symbols are tools of luck and choices. So I saw like a lot of this kind of starting off and like at any time you can just say no. You can just kind of back off, but they, they weren't uh, doing so. So our first introduction to supposed Officer Daniels, he's played by Pat Healy. He is on the payphone and screams. He's creepy. Yeah. He <laughs> screams like, sir. He's like, sir. Like really loudly. Yeah, I liked his, his character. I assume he was just. Well, his acting. Getting info, <laughs> maybe checking into regional manager positions and stuff like that. So like, it's so easy to just get online and check a name or look through a phone book. And, you know, it's like, who is managing this corporate office or this location? It's like, they, they post those. That way, if you. If you are meeting somebody and then you address them by their name, you will probably feel a little bit more respected. Like, oh, okay, they remember my name. Like, it seems a little bit more, and especially if they're starting off as though, like, they are an assumed authority of figure, that pressure of like, oh, shit, what did I do? What did I do? Without even trying to verify. Because in the event that it is somebody serious, you know, and the, again, these are impressionable minds, probably low income, first jobs, young, you know. So the song that you were talking about, I believe that was the opening one. Uh, it's called The Unlucky Ones by the Admiral Twin. It's playing around the opening when they are stocking the, the burger joint. Very fitting because of The Unlucky Ones. <laughs> Keep going. Any, any thoughts? <laughs> well, it, it, and you know, you're kind of – you're watching Becky's descent into she comes in happiness, kind of having that girl talk emotional – team building with with marty at the beginning when they're standing behind the counter talking about all her boyfriends and all that and then sandra tries to you know be part of the group and kind of get shunned away so you can kind of tell there's a little bit of animosity between them to begin with i don't know if animosity is the right word at least what yeah, i saw a little bit of it's unnerving maybeness. Yeah. But you kind of feel at that point that there's going to be sides taken. Right. And and her main fear is with a refrigerator being left open that it's going to be pinned on Becky. And then it gets so much worse from there. And you kind of feel that that might be the catalyst of why Sandra might be doing what she's doing. Maybe to get a little revenge on her. And it kind of fluctuates through that. Like you feel like maybe that's where it starts. Maybe that's why the floodgates were opened a little bit at the beginning, how maybe it began. I feel like she didn't really believe the allegations too, but she was just trying to do what is expected of her. Well, yeah, and like she's already in the doghouse and then the regional manager's name was brought up. Was brought brought up. And that was yeah. that was kind of one of those special power plays because right. Right. like – Think of how you've entered certain situations or conversations and like even if it's out of your element, especially if it's out of your element, you're not familiar with certain people. Like depending on how you approach the situation, your mannerisms, how you look, how how comfortable you feel, like do you own the room or are you still trying to fill it out? Like All right. that speaks volumes. People unconsciously read each other's body language. Body language is – loud as fuck people don't understand it right and in most opportunities you see with with sandra she is a weak character who is trying to bully those who are weaker than her like right van walks over her in the conversation where he's like i'm gonna go get drunk with my friend i don't know he he seems like he was trying to is it okay is it okay he he was but she instantly caved 
when he's like, I'm going to go drink on the porch. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, I'm just going to go drink. And she's like, well, no, okay. that's not how that went down. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. She it was wasn't. like, you don't have to ask me. That's yeah. fine. She was trying to be cordial with him. Like, like, well, she just said she's... all night. It was like he was going to yeah. go there all night. She's like, no, just while you're at work. And he's like, OK. I mean, I could see it both ways. They both. I don't know. I felt like and they then, had a good communication well, skills. Well, <laughs> she, she got shit on all over because of the supplier. And yeah, what's the well, first thing she does? She goes and takes it out on the kids. Barely. I well, mean, like barely. 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 She, she doesn't, doesn't step like, it up and be them. a manager. She's a pushover, and that's why Dude, she I've got had managers, pushover. including yeah. myself, exactly. being way more she's, of a dick She's than a that. pushover. So what she do? She takes that out on the kids. She, and then she says sexting. So, so she's <laughs> so she gets she gets the opportunity, and then the cop comes and bees authoritative on her. Cop and bees. Oh, yeah. yeah, Officer and, Dan- and, okay. Officer Daniels. So fuck the, you. By the, the way, Officer Daniels or supposed Officer Daniels in real life is an actual security guard. So. He knows how to <laughs> use his power or over, you know, like assert his power. Right. So what? Of course, she's gonna flail, or at least a perceptive of freak out perception. Of course, so, gonna make Rose McGowan's copy. <laughs> excuse me. And it's it's really easy to catch somebody off guard, especially if you're trying to assert that. If you're trying to control the situation, and he was in stern manner, pretty much giving directions mm-hmm. and trying to be clear and concise and stuff. And he fished for the. The region manager's name, and then he didn't actually have Becky's name. No, no he, just said he the blonde girl fished. Said Becky, okay, we have Rebecca. Yeah, he fished. He's like the girl at the front counter, and then Sandra gave the name. Yeah, and then there was an argument or some sort of conversation between Becky and Sandra, and she's it's like, "Well, how did you?" Too. He called you by name. No, you gave him the name, so he used that name. So I noticed that right away too. I was like, because he's like, yep, yep, we have Rebecca down. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, nice. Every she started nice off the morning. She started off the morning with everything fucked up. She didn't have the what the onions, the bacon, all that. The, the freezer, the fridge was out. The freezer was out. You're so fucked without the bacon, I know that. Trying to figure out how to well, fix they had the problem. Some bacon. They were. They, they, you can only put two. Only on the two sandwich. strips of bacon. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to figure no out the problem. Quality control could be. Confused. Then that guy had mayo all over his sandwich. Gross. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Divided all up. I said no mayo. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Lost my train of thought there. But, sorry, we're uh, yelling about mayo over here. But she was kind of in like a state of shock, like trying to fix the pieces. She, her job would have been to contact the regional manager, but he was sick that day too, and he was never even on the phone. Nope. Isn't it crazy? The one person who like saves the day is the town drunk. Right. Van? <laughs> no. No. The, the janitor? The, yeah, the guy that Harold? comes in. Harold, he's like... Harold, I, I need you to check her. I ain't fucking doing that. Yeah, I thought, yeah. okay, this guy's going to get his jollies off. Like, yeah, I thought he was going to be fucking right her eyeball. <laughs> Comes in, that's a naked fucking bitch back there. Look at the nipples on her. Look like Hershey kisses. Yeah, this is already wet. It is kind of weird that he is the one that saved the day. Like, well, the and, the one kid was basically trying to save the day. He's like, "This is fucking stupid." Like, you yeah. need it. So before I knew this was a true story, I thought. Kevin, his name is Kevin, right? Yeah, Kevin! Kevin. <laughs> I, I thought that. he, not knowing what this was going to be about, I thought he was in on it with whoever was on the phone because uh. when Sandra came walking by after they had to take her to the back office, Becky, and he's just like, look, sh- she didn't do it. I thought he was going to say she didn't do it like she didn't steal. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, she never said anything about that. But then he said it wasn't her with the freezer door or whatever it was. But I was going with the fact that he was in on it until he went in the back room. And then he's telling him over the phone, like, you need to get her naked, take the apron away from her and stuff like that. And I was shocked with that character because it looked like they were flirting a lot. Yeah. And I thought, I thought okay, they he's, like, he's yeah, going to be staring it, at her yeah. boobs this whole time. He's going to. He's a respectful t- young boy. Yeah. He turned out That's to your be. average boy. A really respectful average, you know, everyday guy. That was me. Mm-hmm. It was me too. You were, I was more. You like, were the one naked in the chair. That's. that's I was facts. more like ba- Becky. Facts. He'll be yes. like, I was the one on the like, phone. Can I take off my clothes and put an apron on too? Yeah. So comfortable. Can I put my clothes in your car? <laughs> that was. That's where I was. Yeah. Like, yeah what, put your clothes in the car. So there was a constant back and forth. Officer Daniels has this skill. He's probably equipped being in security and working with police officers and stuff. But how to gauge people's where they fall off? You know, like you pretty much give them a bit of uh, confidence here and there. So you press down on like the severity of the situation. The yeah, situation, and then praise and, them for how they're handling yes. it. And stuff so like you that, yeah. you keep on anchoring that fear, and then say, "No, you're doing good. You're doing good. Give, give them, a, them a little bit more give fear." Yeah. 
So he kept on doing that the whole time. Especially and he's really good at fishing. Like when he was like, hasn't a member of your family been in trouble with the law? Yes. You and know, that's how he got like, my brother's like, exactly your brother. You know, we were at his house, right? You know, but that and fuck, what was the other point I had? Sorry. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Asshole. Speaking of points, let's go back to those nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the apron. I'm a fan of ghost nipples. I'm just going to no, say. No, I didn't say there's nothing wrong with it. Little Hershey I, kisses or anything. I, you know, just side thing, since we're talking about nipple, nipple preferences. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Like, boobs are great. Don't get me wrong. But in the great boob butt debate, like, boobs, butts, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm a nipple fan. Hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. Like, what about like, I, I think nipple pasties. As I'm eating grapes. <laughs> I think nipple pasties were created just to spite me. Hmm. Like they'll let the whole fucking That's I feel boob, about skirts. They'll let the whole boob hang out, but they'll cover up the part I enjoy. <laughs> and I don't think it's right. <laughs> like Mandy Rose's content. She's just like, hey. Yeah. Fucking. Mean? It's like, man, man. Why so can't they like, cover up all the, the boob and just let the nipple hang? So out? you like nipples like this size? Seat. Free the nipple. No, not that. Like the areola nipple combined. Like the whole. What about the ones in uh, Varsity Blues? What about that teachers that are like this long? Looks like there's erasers that you click up and make it Like I don't, I don't want a nipple the size of my cock. I I can see, I can see the pressure building up in Justin. He's like, I got so many notes reading (laughs) you talking about nipples. Eighty more. No. So yeah, again, going back to Officer Daniels. No, this Daniels, is revenge for the last <laughs> podcast. You making me miss McDonald's, motherfucker. I bought. You want some fries? <laughs> you want some fries with that? In your yeah. Taco Bell bag? My mind is still broken. <laughs> that's, that's how. And that was it. before he got here. <laughs> I don't want a green one. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so, yeah, continue. So, continue. Becky, she doesn't want to get in trouble, so she kind of complies with it, and she goes into the back room. The apron that she was given was actually just like a half apron, not the full apron that they showed in the movie. Yeah. So they gave it a little bit more modesty, even though at the very end. Well, so so was still, it was like still her see. boobs are covered, but she still had like. Real tasteful. No bush. Bush on display. <laughs> yes. Oh, I guess. Not she, a picture. I guess she yeah. did say. I guess she did say it was shaved. Yes. She was just lazy. I mean, that's her. That's where I started. It's a new style. Like, hold on. I got to pause this and go masturbate. (laughs) Your post not clarity so you can finish your review. Yeah, I got to really. So, yeah, Sandra. She she said it was shaved, but she's she's lazy. Sandra's being very shifty because she doesn't want to reveal (laughs) the refrigerator. Did did she say it was shaved? (laughs) (laughs) Intense breathing. Back to, back to last week's podcast. But he keeps on <laughs> he keeps on using those anchor words, you know, saying like I'm a police officer, I'm a police officer. So it kind of like gives that like alertness, and then I am the law submits that that you know like or and he doubts her too every now and then. He uses right. doubt as one of the little techniques. He's like, am I sensing hesitation? So she doesn't have time to think things through. She has to act now, otherwise, yeah. you know, it's like, can I trust you? Like right. you're my you're my person in the on the inside there. But uh, she's been shifty. You know, she doesn't want to contact and order the right things, such as the bacon and the pickles. No bacon is exactly what they have with Officer Daniels, and now they're in the pickle. So I've never had that problem being a Jew growing up, going, fuck, we don't have enough bacon. Sorry, you're missing out. <laughs> Another thing. We just had a bacon sale at work. Yeah. Another thing. I know you rich Omaha guys never probably had to deal with this, but. I was in Little Vista. Uh, it doesn't matter. Does. It's, it's all Omaha. But like your phone card running out of money and you freaking out. I mean like shit, shit. What's a phone card? Like, I yeah, used to have see, phone exactly. Cards. Like that moment where it's like, shit, got to get a new one. You ever had that? They were more expensive I just used, overseas. I just so. used 10, 10, 3, 2, 1. I don't even know what that is. Fucking, what's his name? Wow, 100 called C-A-L-L-A. David Arquette. <laughs> Call 1010321. We used to do that after like football practice. It'd be like, you have a call from oh, no. uh, practice is over. Come pick me up. <laughs> Our cat was 1 800 collect or no, ATT, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he also did 101031. Sean White or Carrot Top did one of them. Are they the same person? Same person. One's a snowboarder. No, they're both redheaded demons. They don't have souls. In this, in like most every place, if you said you worked a little bit of food service, yep. kind of ish, yeah. whatever. I and made people work food service. Usually, unless you have like, depending on the job, they try to, if you get like a lot of traffic and stuff, 
you do have to park you know, like further back so the customers can park closer to the building for their own convenience right. and stuff like that. So I imagine this guy who has done this grift a few times, you know, like, I don't know, is he just sniffing panties? And this is kind of what threw me off too because his first introduction, Officer Daniel's first introduction, he's drinking something from Chick, 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 Chickwitch or whatever it's called. Right. He he, yeah. he had to go in there and know. Yes, but he, he wasn't. He did recon work probably. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't though. He was it, it sounds as though he was recently in the location. I I would imagine that he would have because Oh, that's in, right cuz the actual call came from Florida in real yes, life and, and he this was, was in Kentucky. Mount Washington scam on an 18-year-old employee's movie. Yeah. Yeah. That happened in April. The only reason I knew about this movie real quick before I forget is if you want to watch a better version of this Law and Order did an episode yes, Robin with Robin Williams, and it's literally the best guest star in Law and Order history. Like Robin Williams, obviously you guys. Robin that one Williams was a little fans. bit of a. I don't kill Robin it. who Williams. <laughs> Robin Bill. season nine episode seventeen. Robert Robin Bill. Watch okay. it. Yes. Billiam. <laughs> Rob Bill. <laughs> now there was a few acting issues, I would say, because they did have like a phone issue where the actor of uh, Officer Daniels, Pat Healy. He had to do one of the phone conversations directly offsite, off camera to Sandra when she was having a doing her lines. I guess the set of the bedroom where mm-hmm. Officer Daniels is supposed to be was just downstairs in this on the under the set. But yeah, they they had oh, a really? phone issue. Yeah, so I guess they probably just pulled voice and then add added it or changed it. I don't know. There was a few points where I noticed like the the voice wasn't quite synced up to the mouth. In a few parts. What did they say? It's a fucked procedure. I, one of the lines. I think they relied. I think they relied too much on the shock factor, and they kind of let a lot of the production slip right. a little bit, which is pretty common. I felt some of the background music films. was too loud, but I think that's part of the making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, the ambiance kind of, of situation. Yeah, going back to the car situation. So they park further in the back. That way, when they finally do put the panties in the car. All the clothes. They can just go back. Oh, yeah. They can go back inside, and then it just leaves the car open. So if you are on location, you can just go You can also break into their car, yeah. Yes. It's like it's unlocked. It's like this is not a procedure a cop does. No, this sounds And she questioned him about that, but he kept on pressing. He's like, can I just give it to you when you get here? And another thing that I did not – this is kind of – her like a fiddle. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, she puts the car in the or the clothes in the passenger seat, which means she wasn't the she wasn't the capitana of the the place. She's riding bitch the whole time. She's not driving the ship. Oh, dude, (laughs) (laughs) that's what my brain just did. Now he tries to besmirch Sandra, telling her to shut up and that he can't have someone on his team. Yeah, he told a couple of them to shut up, like uh, the victim (laughs) Becky in this whole situation. Shut the fuck up! But she's still like trying to seek approval some way, somehow. Like she's not really getting the approval from. Like she has her assistant who's trying to Marty. Yeah, trying to give something, but uh, you watch your mouth. Marty is the heart of Chicken Witch. Marty's only gave her the apron. Yes, that's true. So bye bye boobies. You know, I did dig the side boob though. That's pretty hot. Side and under boob is usually pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? The actress. We had uh, under boob and unemployed. She's she's, she's mine, but she's pretty pretty attractive. She's she. I you you, I try putting yourself in the shoes of Becky. Like if you were at work, and you got. Molested? Called, well, like, told by, like, the police are here, you stole something. I mean, she's the only one that I could feel that could believe this whole thing was real because she's really not hearing what the officer's saying to people like Sandra and whatnot. All that's going through your mind is, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm, because I've, I got pulled over in my own driveway because there was a shooting that happened and my car matched the description. It's just, like, in my mind, I'm like, I know I didn't do it, but... That's not how the law works. It's not innocent until proven guilty. It's you're guilty until we prove otherwise. Right. And so it's like for her to be sitting there that long of a period of time, like I don't think I would be to the point where like they're saying you got to get naked. I would be like, okay, well, nah, that this is ridiculous. Happening. That's like, not sanitary. Yeah. Take me to jail. But I could see her being younger, maybe more naive. Yeah, I could see maybe falling for like, yeah, we have to do a cavity search on you and – but when they say do the jumping jacks, like uh, yeah, that's something else. Uh, it's like know. that's not a that is a fucked procedure. So at the there you go, Lonnie. 
You did it. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. There's also 69 photos for this movie. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two movies in a row we've done that. It's designed to be only has 69. <laughs> Yeah, I nope, I guess if I was put into her shoes as well, like it it doesn't make any sense. I mean, again, like at this time, the actual person was trying to going to school for her medical degree or whatever, trying to be a nurse or something like Louise that. Louise or whatever her real name. Is. Yeah, I think I had her real name, but I didn't really want to. I said, mean, all the information. Yeah, all the information is like it's, easily yeah you can available. Google yeah, and you can use the Google machine. But, yeah, the whole incident happened in Panama City, Florida, where this Officer Daniels, which I don't even know why they changed his name. But, yeah, he called 10 hours away to McDonald's in Mount Washington, Kentucky. And and not only that, but Becky wasn't even supposed to be there that day. Just like Dante. Not even supposed to be here today. (laughs) (laughs) It's all making sense. Shut the fuck up, GoBot. You know what makes this even worse? So going what? back into what everybody okay let me try it again you know she what this makes it even 1. worse one million dollars okay you guys aren't in I'm unison doing it. thank you but yeah um, what so I believe huh? Donna aka Sandra she was fired from McDonald's for violating Donna standards. Summers by the way she was given one year probation and she sued McDonald's for them not telling her about the scam calls and was rewarded one point one mil what. Yes. Yeah. So, and I believe that she got paid. They, they out. bring that up at the end of the movie too. They're like, they didn't. You can sue them because they didn't provide you with the proper like awareness of the situation going on. I didn't realize she won and got. That yeah. Much money. They settled because she was McDonald's, going after five million. Yeah. Most everybody was well. Who was trying to get some money was trying to. Yeah. They got way less than what they were supposed to get. McDonald's lawyers, man. So uh, Donna's ex, Walter Nix, or Van in this film, he was supposed to serve five years, did two in good behavior. The only person to serve time on this. Officer Daniels, a.k.a. David Stewart, who was a married man with five kids. It showed one kid, but he has five altogether, not just a little girl. Hopefully that doesn't affect your rating. But but if I recall, I I remember seeing like updates on Becky's character. If you are interested, you can find her. Uh, she was going to be a pre-med student, most likely due to her PTSD and depression, which put her in a therapy and medi- medicated. It affected her relationships and level of trust. I mean, like, fuck, if you're accused of this and then you have to go through this traumatic experience of like some dude pretty much having his way with you because your boss pretty much put you up to this. Right. Uh, I mean, she has a hand in it. But like, I feel like she should have gotten at least did some time because. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stewart is supposed to face 15 years in Stewart. prison. Stewart meaning Officer Daniels, Officer Stewart. But he was acquitted of all charges. He didn't get anything because they – so when they raided yeah, his they house, they found calling cards in his place and they didn't trace that back. They found cameras where he bought those same calling cards because you can't really track those, but you can sort of track them or so. just call it a place that sold it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about it. But it sounds as though like the person who plays – or the Becky character in this movie pretty much got nothing. You know, like she got some sort of a smaller payout than she got a small settlement. Yeah. yeah. The person that played the real life Sandra didn't share any of her money with the victim. Fuck Becky. No. No. Cause at the yeah. end, do you see her interview at the end? That's like a real interview. Yeah. She was like, that was spot on pretty I much. I don't oh. think that she, I think that she's partly responsible for this. The, what was it? The, who's that one? I she's think a, he's like a Hawaiian. She became a cunt at the end. The Hawaiian like interview, like was it like on 16 minutes or something like that? 16 minutes? He used to do these. <laughs> Connie Chung? No, the, the dude. He was like a bigger, he looks Hawaiian or so, but he used to stage Al like. Roker? Like what would you do if somebody's harassing somebody who's wearing like a turban and then like, thank you. You're the only one who spoke up. I don't remember How's, that uh, whatsoever. It's not in this movie. This is a <laughs> it's a very popular guy who used to do like these I, think um, I remember Samoa Joe in it. Exercises and stuff. But no, the guy was arrested for after 70 scam calls were you reported. Know, this is made like the more I'm hearing about this and like the real life situation, it makes my blood boil. Yeah, it yeah. does. It kind of like, does piss you off. It pisses you off big time, pisses me off. But yeah, most of the incidents that happened, I mean, like this is one of the very there was at least like what uh, I want to say at least four of them that kind of went to sexual well, here I found a list of the other ones. Are they all like, by the same guy? Uh, they are assumed, allegedly. They are assumed, but you can't trace them back. And some of yeah, them are going from yeah. yeah. So here's here's a list of the ones that happened. So two calls reported in '92: one in Devil's Lake, North Dakota; another one in Fallon, Nevada. A McDonald's manager in Lynchfield, Kentucky, 
was convicted on November 30th, 2000 to undressing a customer when the caller persuaded her that the customer was a suspected sex offender and that her serving as bait would permit undercover officers to arrest him when he showed an interest in her. A call to a McDonald's restaurant in Hinesville, Georgia in February 2003 in which a female manager who thought she was speaking with a police officer in the the presence of a director of operations for the franchise, GWD Management Corporation, took a 19-year-old female employee in the women's bathroom and strip-searched her and brought in a 55-year-old male employee to perform a body cavity search to uncover hidden drugs. On January 26, 2003, an Applebee's uh, associate manager uh, victimized a waitress after receiving a collect call from someone who prompted to be a regional manager. On June 3, 2003, a Taco Bell manager in somewhere in Alaska stripped a 14-year-old female customer and forced her to perform lewd acts at the request of a caller who claimed he was working with the company to investigate drug abuse. July 2003, a 33-year-old Winn-Dixie grocery store manager in Panama City, Florida, received a call instructing him to bring a 19-year-old female cashier who matched a physical description provided by the caller into the office for a strip search. The cashier was forced to disrobe and pose in various positions as part of the search. The indecent or the incident was ended when another manager entered the office to receive a set of keys. In March 2004, a 17-year-old female at a Taco Bell in Fountain Hills, Arizona near Phoenix was strip-searched by a manager receiving a call from a man claiming to be a police officer. Yeah, there was a few things in this one that I – so it starts off in the morning. They're having the issues. Becky goes into the back room. She calls her boyfriend Van to come in, and it's about three hours later or so. But by the time Van gets there, it's already dark. It's like, how long have you been there? Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I noticed. Yeah. That and what really pissed me off too is like Officer Niels. It's like he gets the call and then he drives there from an, or an hour 16 driving to an hour 17. It was one minute. The police station was one minute away. Can I just tell you? Yeah, they said that in the in the actual movie. They're like, the police station was a, a minute away. Like, you just- I actually, I thought that was a very beautifully shot scene where he opens the door the camera's attached to the door of the car yeah. shuts it and the, like the whole like i thought that was i thought it was a good awesome. idea to include that in the film too because yeah. it's like yeah this is how dumb you are the fucking police station is right down a mile fucking, away yeah yeah most of those incidents those scams are primarily strip searches and some cavity searches mm. but yeah this one was really fucked up it was known as the strip search phone call scam starting back in 1994. It hit a bunch of rural areas that lasted about nine years. Mostly employees were at the helm of the victimization. At least one customer had to go through this. But like it, like I said, it's pretty much the same thing. You just sort of employ fear and then reward them and rinse and repeat or yeah, reward them with a cooperative response. <clears throat> so like he's playing the – or fuck, let's go back. She is congratulating – Becky is congratulating Sandra on – her engagement. <laughs> and then what was that? Well, nobody asked my dad. You haven't? Okay. Yeah. Just hours before, Becky was congratulating Sandra on her near engagement and then being forced to suck him off from some pervert on a phone. Like, can you say that again, but slower? <laughs> Becky was congratulating. Uh. Do you need the sussy time music? That doesn't do it. No, let's not do that. <laughs> okay. This is kind of a serious thing. Hi, Othea. Hi, yeah, there's the music. Some of the music was really done. I thought it was it was really well. Was at really least the, the title. <laughs> the music was really done. <laughs> done well. It was well done. The, the titles were really fitting for this piece. Like, so there's white dress. It's a symbol of innocence. There's just walk away. The unlucky ones. Mm. Lord, I pray you don't mm. turn me away. Tomorrow might be the a unlucky day. ones or the stupid ones. Feels like this a hurricane here. bringing you home. Oh, but how are people going to really know what song is playing at what point? They don't put like the they do the on title ne- of the song when on it's Netflix. In the so you just like yeah hit our prime or whatever. Well, this was wasn't on, on Netflix. Yeah, prime, on prime. I like Prime because if you pause it, it shows you like every single yeah. actor in that scene. And stuff. Yeah, and that's that's where I was getting most of this from. Oh, so he's playing like the, the like the bad cop thing, and this is kind of a common 
thing that cops do. So it makes you sort of cave. So even if you weren't guilty and you're being held in there for so long and then you're going to just start confessing and the stories are just mm-hmm. kind of coming back. And this is why people confess to like crimes that they did not do is because he's sort of doing that. And then he's just going to get his jollies off. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, a, a subject that I think kind of deserves some delving into. So it's typical that people with like traumatizing jobs like nurses or you know, military, prison guards, police officers, they probably have a higher inclination towards like sexual deviances. So when you're surrounded by certain things that numbs you to negative situations, like you see a dead body or, you know, like somebody caught on fire and their skin is just like flailing off, like you're numb to that. Like that's no longer sensitive, I guess. Is that why you don't get hard when you see dicks anymore? I I do. I do. I do. (laughs) 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 But yeah, no, so it numbs you to like situations like violence and you kind of need like a greater stimulation to feel sexually satisfied. And like, so he's not necessarily getting a immediate sexually satisfaction. So I think it's more of like the control that kind of satisfies him. But I mean, like he's got five kids, so like you're getting something I would imagine. I thought about that because it's just like when he's having them – like her get naked and so he's not seeing it. Yeah. So it's just like, he's not getting off on anything visual. It's the thoughts. And like like the fact that he, like you said, he's in charge and these people are doing what he's telling him to do. So his regular like vanilla sex or whatever, it just doles, you know, <laughs> the ice cream machines broke. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> vanilla. Never mind. Oh, I no, get it. Oh, no, we got it. Okay, thank you. I, I Sometimes I got to spell it out for you. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> no. There, there's reasons. I think you like to spell it. I just wonder why our neighbors are moving out of their offices. Why? The conversations they hear in here. Oh. That's only once a month. And Lonnie scaring them with the doll. I only did that once. <laughs> I also okay, like the, the sort of like colorful girly bracelets that Becky was wearing because it... For me, it, it shows like a bit of innocence for her, but like all of that is robbed in the back room right there. So it's, yeah. Thanks, Van. (sighs) But like, I mean, he was, he felt so bad the entire time. Like at the very end, he had to go to his car and like, this was actual events that happened where he's like, you know, he called his friend back up and he's like, I I did a bad thing. He turned himself in. He had no, like he wanted to. Out of of everything that went on, how is somebody that fucking stupid? He's drunk. That a police officer is going to tell of suspect to suck this guy's dick that just it's that guy i'm glad he got prison time because and he's a fucking and even on vecchi's part like i don't well yeah like, yeah that too i mean i hate to victim shame but yeah why would you there I, I, I you've she and i don't understand how she didn't sue for that once it was all said and done like i mean maybe I like it, my the only thing i can think of is like she's been there for what six hours at this point it's like she's just right. trying to get it over with she's done, broken you know? at this yeah, point yeah she's broken trying to get it or she whatever. likes older guys I don't know. an old van Excuse maybe me. had a big old hammer but he didn't bring in big these tools in from the truck hammer. that's true he left them all in the truck <laughs> <laughs> no, so IMDB gives this a 6.4 oh, yeah. and Rotten Tomatoes an 89% 60% audience score we're about, about this, we're about the same you know, 80, score, yeah. what would you guys change about this the acting I would go and watch the Law and Order special instead with Robin Williams. I didn't think it that was, was better. It was okay. I mean, no, it's better. It was kind of season nine, episode seventeen. That character was based off him, but he just gave himself away. Like, not, yeah. nothing was real. He, I just like Robin Williams. Well, same, same. <laughs> and like, he, it was more lighthearted, and he actually was not going to hurt anybody. And Robin Williams was brilliant in that episode. It's really hard to change something when it's. A true story. Yeah, a true story. Yes. You can't. And that's what I would change is that I would actually use the actual names and the locations and stuff. But other than that, I mean, I actually liked most much of the acting. Again, Marty was you hit give or it miss, a 10. But, you wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Yeah. If you change yeah. anything, it would go to an 11. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you change anything, I'd change our scale. <laughs> I would like to object to that with a nah. <laughs> <laughs> For one night only, we're going to give this one up to a 15. Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's, who's was that? Who's got a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> it's the police, and they said, Justin, you need to... You suck, have to take you your pants off. My dick. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> oh, let me get my lip gloss. <laughs> Officer Oblivious. Oh, my God. All right, so... uh. <laughs> 
did you guys want to change anything? No. All right. <laughs> you, like, like they said, you can't really change like something that was basically word for word. I like to change the fucking common sense of these people. Yeah. yeah. Again, I feel like that's just America, you know? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> did you guys have any favorite, least favorites? It's hard to have favorites in a movie like this. Yeah. Like I said, no, we already favorite, talked about we already talked about favorite our favorites. What? The a favorite, least favorite comment. What's your favorite, least oh, favorite comment? Oh, the, the review. Yeah. What? There Reviews some, there on IMDb. Some, you there read some a good favorite ones. comment. Let me see if I can find the one. They've been doing this for weeks or episodes. Yeah. This is like uh, the eighth If times. you ever fucking showed up to the movie review and you'd. I missed you'd one. Know what and you're apparently that's when you started this because we've been doing we've it for We've never while. done this. We do. How checked out are you <laughs> yeah. at this point? And this is the first what recording of the night. We didn't do it to the monsters. Yes, yeah, we, we did. Because yeah, I didn't did. have anything. I did. I, me and Justin do this every episode. I think we've done this every episode since the dead don't die. Uh, not which was long, episode maybe. two. No way. Give or take. You guys are full I just kind of titled it Favorite Least Favorite. It's probably been like 10 episodes ago or so is when we yeah. made it more regular. But I like this one. Stupidity at its finest. Yeah. And most of them <laughs> were, mean, were in that vein of like, I can't believe people would act like this. I can't believe you know. back. Yeah. It fails its essential task. Okay. That person's just a pretentious dick. Oh my God. Garbage, trash, terrible, irritating. A film about idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny because it's true. Don't waste That's your time. I don't think they terrible. implied this wow. movie to be funny at all. Yeah, I don't Absolute think so either. And I don't know how much uh, these people actually knew about the absurd oh the events. This movie is out of compliance. This, this okay, okay. This is actually my my least favorite here, or the dumbest script ever. It's literally real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's probably been a little bit of ad lib with like some you know talking about their phone cases and boyfriends and stuff, but other than that, I mean. This movie is just so stupid. Everything about it is idiotic. Everything. But if you want to see Dreama's boobs, here's your chance. If that's what you're wanting, do yourself a favor and skip the rest of the cinematic travesty. Speaking of some of these actors, like Dreama Walker, she's been in like everything. She has a huge she's IMDb, from the, yeah. yeah. She's got a hundred and... Uh, yeah. When did she start? Like, was this one of her early films? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why'd you say it like that? No. Uh, no. I honestly don't even know if I've seen her in anything now that I think about it. There's a lot of TV shows she's yeah, in. Yeah, she's a yeah. TV actor. I know she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I do know that. Um, American Dad, Man with a Plan. She was in a movie called Cocked. I see that. As she was Tabby. Tabby. The Grim <laughs> Sleeper. Oh, she was also in Law and Order. New Girl, Chlorine, Robot Chicken. The Good Wife. So if you keep mentioning cartoons, no one's going to know. The bitch no. in apartment. Yeah. Yeah, she was in that one. But yeah. I do. That's the only thing I remember in is uh, the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. American Horror Story 2. Okay. Well. Uh, Who wasn't in American Horror Story? John. John. Jean-Luc. Yes. You got the next pick. Juan. We do. And I had some issues because I, I tried to pick in something that had availability. And apparently streaming services just aren't going to play movies anymore. Everybody's just playing TV shows. Right. But I did, I had one picked out up until 10 minutes ago, and then I found out it's leaving HBO Max on February 1st, right? But I do have one, and it's actually a new movie. Um, I thought you had seen it, but I wanted to double check. So it's good that you haven't seen it, but I have, but I want to know your guys' take on it. So for my movie review next time, we're going to do 2022's... I feel like that's on brand, so. Oh, my God. We got a new one. <laughs> Going into the year strong, boys. Oh Going into 2023 with fucking rolls. 2022. <laughs> Cocked. Do you want, me, you want me to do that? Do it again get, while it's okay. fresh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So for the next movie review, we're going to do... <laughs> Hold on, let Jeremy get his giggles out. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> Our movie review for next time will be 2022's The Menu. Ah, oh, movie's fucking great. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay. I feel so like we, I, so I, we got maybe a 10 it was from you. John and a 10 from Lonnie. No, it's not so. a 10. Oh, it's not a 10. No, it's, it's not a 10, it's but it's it's... It's interesting. It's got, what's her name? Anna Joy Anna Taylor. Taylor. I didn't have to yeah. do the second sound effect then. And Voldemort. <laughs> and, and it's got uh, the beast. It's got beast in it. The new yep. beast? Beast and Voldemort. Frasier or? No. 
The other one. The other one. The other What's his name? One. Nicholas Holt or whatever his name gotcha. is. Well, Judith good. Light is in it. I didn't even know she was still alive. If I'm honest, <laughs> right? <laughs> like real shit. It's got a. Uh, it's it's Gordon Ramsay's uh, origin story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. A, it's a very interesting movie. We'll get into it uh, next month. But yeah, it's on HBO Max. You'll like it. Rob Yang's in it. Just <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Was, so is Hong Chow. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. There's Asians in it. And oh, John okay. Leguizamo's in it. He plays a really good character. In that. There's I a character named character. Jeremy in it, so I already like it. Nice. I don't see Gordon Ramsay, though. Yeah. No, it's his origin story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie's... Uh, wow, I did not know that Will Ferrell was a producer on that movie. He just well, that of- explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested to get your guys' take on that one. So It's, one of the, it's an A24 movie, right? A what? A24. Yes, I believe so. It's one of the few A24 movies I actually like. Right. And every time I say that, I go back through them and I'm like, oh, this was an A24 movie? <laughs> oh, I like, oh, this one? Oh, fuck. I like more than I thought. But yeah. yeah, I'll claim that now until I forget and then realize I like a bunch of them. Well, I guess that new one that I haven't seen yet, that Everywhere All at Once or whatever, Heredity was on there. Hereditary is fucking garbage. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's why I just wanted to bring that one up. It's pretty good. Remember when you guys end. argued? Fuck you! Remember it's you not guys? Good. Remember you guys argued over it being terrible, and you guys yelled at each other about it being terrible, it but you were on the same terrible. side, it and you guys still. It was so the ending terrible. was terrible. The, the whole thing, the middle was terrible. The ending was the best part because I got to leave. Uh, right. So terrible. Their worst movies, Uncut Gem. I'm just kidding. That's not their worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I did after the movie. <laughs> 20. So what are we? Are we just rambling at this point until Justin takes us home? Or? Yeah, I'm trying to find this sound effect that's not coming on. I heard so Ladybird was good, but I didn't see that. We are hiring a sound effect person to run our soundboards for our podcast. If you're interested, please contact us. All right, I got to put this stuff on this stuff, and then we can be good with that. But right on. Thank you guys for checking out the BPT MR27. Broom was good. I like that movie. John's still going on about that. Uh, if you guys have seen this movie or haven't, let us know what you thought or that if you will actually watch it, like and subscribe. Or Thanks watch for all the downloads. That long, we can do it. We already did a movie review of that sort of an episode review. What we said in this episode is pretty much all that happened. Except for he lost his kid, wife. Was it wife and kid? I think so. Did he just do different elements of what dreams may come? Just. A little bit. Not, not, no, I don't know. I gotta rewatch it. I might rewatch it later, actually. All right. Okay, ladies. Anyway, the menu. <laughs> Let us know. The menu in a few weeks. Yep. 2022. All I'm right. HBO Max. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. 